Welcome to Jayan.tv Podcasts. Here we cover topics on living spirituality, deep territory ranging from the heart of the human condition to the most mundane and practical affairs of modern life. Our guest is one of the most provocative and inspiring speakers of our time. Medicine man, healer, tribal leader, visionary, philosopher, just several of the names attributed to Jayan's work. Jayan delivers unscripted discourses packed with living knowledge. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the ride. We'll see you on the inside. Well, I will, I will tell you my opinion. There's a definite... This internet has been a blessing and it's a curse. It's a blessing because I can do my research so much faster. But I will tell you something. I'm a skilled researcher. There's billions of websites. There is so much stuff. Stuff that's taken from others, rehash, 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 rehash. How many people know what they're really talking about? Again, I'm just stating facts. So now you go on the internet. Let us say that you have a, an inkling of a, of a yearning inside yourself and you get inundated by an ocean. You're lost in the ocean. Remember what we spoke about at the start. You're lost in an ocean. And then we say, listen, we have a technology that presents boats. And then you're drowned in an ocean of boats. I remember being in summer camp you know uh, those little, uh, how do you call those? Canoe. Yeah, I know, a canoe, canoe, mm-hmm. something like, okay, so right, so you would kind of jump and then you'd try to get back on and the thing wobbles and then you'd knock your head off on the thing and right, and you're kind of like, well, where, where am I? And then sometimes you're underneath, it's a cool sensation and you're like, oh, maybe I can't get out, you know, stuff like that, right? Imagine an ocean of canoes. Those, remember them loggers? They're just logging down the river. If the logger falls, logger is going, <laughs> logger dies, right? So the internet is the logs. There's infinite logs. So you're lost at sea. Well, the, the wood floats. So if, technically, if you get on the log, you're, you're not going to drown like Leonardo DiCaprio in the movie Titanic. You're going to be all right. But now you get, imagine the logs, boom, 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 and you just like get submerged with logs. That's what essentially the internet is doing. You get lost. You, you, you didn't, you, you're lost. You're barely feeling that you're looking for something. You don't know how to think. You don't know how to feel properly. You don't know how to discern. You don't, you, like, let's be honest. You're, you're lost. And in that lostness, we take you and we throw you in the library. Let's just say an infinite library. Find the answers. I don't even know the question. I haven't even had the time to have a question. So now people are giving you the questions. So each question, well, that's a good question. I don't like that question. This question. Now you, this is what this is what it's doing. So people are just lost, and of course they will find, as always, what they like. So if you if you like somebody that says that this is uh, the Earth is flat, it's flat. 
Then you'll find people who say it's flat. Then you'll have people who are extreme in the flatness of it. You, you'll, anything you want, you'll find. Essentially, this is the magic of it. And this is the trickery of it. It's extreme deceptive. So anything you want, you'll find. If you want somebody to say that uh, God is a tree in the middle of the Amazon uh, forest, it is. And not only will you find one person, you'll find a whole thousands of people. And then they will connect it to some kind of spiritual tradition from a million years ago that has now resurged via the tree who spoke to them during a, an initiation in the... And then you're like, bomb. Is it true? Is it false? I don't care. I'm not saying I have nothing, no opinion about it. I'm, I'm just saying that's what it is. So this is how fractalized the minds have become. Everything and anything is possible and every thread of the mind is uh, one angle of reality and if you follow it to the extreme takes you into some very vast unknown universe and well I'm still lost. I don't know who I am. I don't know where I am. I don't know what's happening to me. I don't even know how to ask a question. I don't even, I've barely even felt the sensation in me awakening of something's wrong. And now Feeling something wrong has become part of the culture and a sales pitch. Have you ever felt that something's missing in your life? And then there's horns with videos of the clouds and a beautiful woman that appears. I too once was in your shoes. And then when I discovered Course in Miracles, I was saved. I spoke with the angels and they showed me. Like you, didn't, you didn't even have a moment to be with yourself that were already trying to sell you on the opportunity, like they, they're so ahead of you that they're like already trying to sell you something before you even had a maturing of the feeling that you've had. It's the culture now trying to resolve that infinite problem. And it's called the culture of awakening or the age of enlightenment and let's go and everybody's finding their self and their soul's meaning and it's like, you know, like it's just, this is, it's great, right? From an idea point of view, it's awesome. Yeah, but remove the idea. There's a human being. The, the human being is in a place of suffering and is lost at sea. And in order to help him, you drown him more with a sea of bullets. Where anything and everything is possible. And he's going to now, he or she is going to be lost. Trying to find his way or her way through all of that. Now, there's a deeper intelligence that's always guiding people. But... Then again, where's the science? Where's the understanding of how things work? It's just gone. Yeah, you'll meet the teacher when you're ready. It's like, oh, everything goes. Great. Look at the, you know, at the end of the day, it's very easy. Look at the outcome. There was a society without internet. Then the internet came, which is supposed to be the liberator of a human being. Where is our society today? More dull and dumber than ever more passive than ever. If you would speak to your great-grandfather and they would tell you that everybody on earth would be confined to their homes because of a pandemic, he would look at you with his fork and say, you, are you stupid? We need to cultivate because we need to eat. And now it's spring. And if we don't put shit in the soil now, we don't get shit in the summer. So comes autumn, we ain't got no food. The fuck you talking about with your virus? He's going to take his fork and plug it in you because you're crazy. Or he's going to bring his gun and say, you better get off my land because you want to kill me. And you want me, to be, you want me to be a slave of your idea so I'm completely powerless because I can't have food to take care of my family. Look how simple it is. Now, who's smarter? Grandpa or great-grandpa who had no internet or idiots jacking off 10 times a day 
watching their internet, understanding the depth of sciences, and they can explain to you coronavirus from every angle, from a molecular basis, and also that it's been combined in factories to create a new biogenetically engineered virus that can invade humanity. Who's Right? Does it change anything? But Earth is flat. That's what I'm trying to say. You, you, you remove the basics of being a human being and replace it with a million and billion ideas that in themselves have absolutely no meaning and change nothing in your everyday life. Who cares? Zero. Does it, has it solved your problem? Zero. If the Earth is flat or round or triangle, well, does it change my experience of suffering and the confinements of my reality? Zero. That the ancients used to worship the Kabbalah tree, does it change something in my life? That I've watched a documentary about the Illuminati, does it change anything in my life? Does it change? Let's say the Illuminati exists, does it remove the Illuminati and the fact that I'm a slave? That not that I think I know it, do I actually understand them? Know how they think, how they work, how they worship? Does it matter that tomorrow morning I still have to go to my shit job and work to get a little dollars so I can buy hopefully some organic carrots? Does it change anything? Does it remove my internal separation? Zero. Now that I can read a book written by a white dude from America who's lived in India and tells me about the religion of the Indians, who are not really Indians, but let's call them Indians. Now I can read this. I have found solace in a new version of Jesus because Jesus sucks because it's all fake. But the blue God is better because in his book on the battlefield with Arjuna, he said this. So now this is better because this is the truth. Because how, how has that addressed my human condition? No, because it speaks that you're, human, you're suffering because you are lost in the valley of death and only in your faith in Krishna. Or it could be just Jesus because they're saying exactly the same thing. But it seems that very few have noticed the same thing except not Jesus, Krishna. Through your devotion and love to Krishna Jesus, you will be saved. I don't know how believing in water is going to help me quench my thirst. That's all I'm trying to say. It's good. I love if I don't have water and I'm in the middle of the desert and I'm fucked. Well, I'm going to believe in water as you better believe. I'm going to think about water every day. I'm going to pray to water because at least if I could connect to the spirit of water or the idea of the spirit of the water, I'm going to get a little bit of the, a fume of something. I don't know. You know? If I focus strong enough, maybe I'm going to get a, like a souvenir that's going to be awakened from the depth of my cells that's going to do something that I get like an impression of water. Okay, it's better than nothing. Otherwise, I'm going to die. But I don't, that hasn't satisfied my thirst. I'm like, I need water. Well, how we solve the problem? That's what I mean, living spirituality. I'm like, I have no problem against the teachings of nobody. I've studied everything and I will continue to do so. But these things are talking about realities that you ain't experiencing. And you're silly enough because you're confused. You have no guidance. You don't understand how the mind operates. You don't know how to think properly. You don't dare to think properly that you just jump on board with those ideas thinking that the idea is your path to salvation.
I'm like, I don't understand how an idea can lead you to salvation. I just don't understand. I understand the idea. I understand the importance of the idea in certain circumstances. But it's an idea. That means it's going to get demolished. Hang out with me for a minute. Now, I don't want to do that. And some people are really stubborn. So guess what? You live in the realm of your idea. Well, how about reality? And how has the idea quenched your thirst? This is my humble submission to people. So I don't care at the end of the day, I'm talking to, you, I'm talking to you as a person and I'm saying this doesn't work for me because I want something real. It's practical. I'm, as a human being, I'm having a real experience. I don't want somebody to remove my experience saying, saying this is an illusion. Yeah, I get it. From a point of view, everything's an illusion. Fantastic. We're in the middle of nowhere with quantum nothingness moving into nothingness. Fucking great. Has that solved the fact that you're thirsty? Absolutely not. So that's a stupid ass fucking idea. Pardon me. I'm getting spiced up. It's a stupid idea. Don't be a silly person. It hasn't solved your problem. It's taking you away from the problem. And solving a problem, you can never solve a problem by going away from the problem. It's going into the problem that you can resolve the problem. Come on, this is simple. Don't run. It's going to follow you. Anyways, this, this is really... Uh, you can see uh, my Middle Easternness come through. <laughs> so, those of you who are a little melanated, you'll understand what I'm saying. It's very Middle Eastern. It's like we're spicy. Other people may feel a little like, uh, oh, spicy. <laughs> Anyways, enjoy. I'm just being uh, very uh, honest. I'm like, this is uh, staggering. Ideas are amazing and they can, you can watch a movie and if the movie is great, you could watch a movie. Have you ever watched a movie and you're like, oh, it's over? Right? So if it was never over, you'd stay in the movie forever. You'd watch forever. All you need is your girlfriend or your boyfriend and you're like, and then you're in paradise. You're in another world where you're beloved. Ironically, they're just there, but not really. Right? So that's an idea, but made into picture. Pure magic. This is what the mind does, and mind technologies have existed way before cinema, and some civilizations have mastered mind technologies, and today you're receiving fumes of what they're doing. You don't understand how sophisticated their technologies are, and then you project yourself in those, in those universes, and they're filled with people, and they're alive, not the same way as reality is alive, but they're alive, they're entities living there, meaning it's sustained like a machine. There's something, a spirit, uh, inhabiting it. And you are the one that's making it come to life with your attention. Instead of taking care of yourself, you're taking care of that machine that takes care of you. This is not so smart. <laughs> I don't know what to say. I'm going to shut up now. I'm getting uh, spicy. I'm going to have some water to cool down. No, it's the cacao. It's cacao's fault. Yeah, so what I was saying before is like this uh, with the internet, look how much information is there. And then everybody has the impression that because you can read a book on occultism or you watch this video about this group of people that by just glancing over it in 10 minutes, now you know. This shows to you the, the, that's information. It's like a person who looks, information is a picture. 
Some pictures are great. Some pictures are, dare I say, three-dimensional. Some pictures suck. Some people like shit that sucks. Who am I to judge? Information is a picture. I'm telling you, if you ain't walked next to the pyramids, I don't care how awesome the picture book is, you don't know what the pyramids are, period. There's no conversation to be had. I don't care how much you've watched 3D videos about the human body and how it works according to that Gray's Anatomy or I don't know which brilliant scientist. I'm telling you, you have absolutely no idea how it works because you cannot confuse reality with the idea or the encapsulation of the idea of it. So in this day and age, and this is what coming back to the second part of the internet question, number one, you're drowned. Number two, because you can now consume so much, you can, it's like going to the toy store. Can you really appreciate the, the magnitude of the toy unless you spend... Okay, I have a better example. Years ago, before this common, the, the, this new era, that the past 10, 20 years, man, when hip-hop came, I lived in Canada. Man, my buddy would go to New York and go to Brooklyn and get some cassette. And then he would bring it. And he'd be like, and you could see it in his mannerism. He, something happened to him. He was no longer the same dude. He had a new style. He walked with a little, he talked with an accent. He kind of like, Something happened to do. And he had a tape and he's like, and the tape represents some kind of power. Because if you, if you listen to that sound, something happens to you. Your vibration changes. Something You initiated to a certain frequency, a certain kind of knowing, a certain kind of swag, a certain kind of style, a certain kind of like, it's hip-hop, you're on that vibe now. And we in Canada, we know, we know hip-hop in Canada. It's, this is coming from New York. I ain't from, we in Canada. Like, come on. Like, you can get more... Canada in Canada, right? So he'd bring the album and we'd get that tape and we'd, of course, dub it. We had no money. So we'd tape record it and then we'd start to listen to it. I had one cassette. That's it. In my Walkman, the yellow one. The sport. And you listen to it. Hours upon hours upon hours upon hours upon hours. And then, let's say, on the cassette, Double-side cassette, there's two, three songs that you particularly like or that resonate with you now. So you'd go over that song over and over and you want to save on batteries. So you'd like rewind with your pen. Look at all the attention, like try to get in, take in everything, all the elements. And because you're listening to the same song over and over, so you're listening, at some point you're listening to the song, at, some, at another point you're listening to the vibe. And another point, you're listening to rhyme patterns. And another point, you're listening into how, let's say there's a couple of guys in the track, how the guys are dancing in their flows, how they're entering into the flow. <laughs> That's awesome, I love that. How he entering into, like, you, you're starting to, like, you're dissecting the music. And, you, and the music is coming from a whole other place because they took time to make it because there's not a million things other to do. They're making the song. They're investing themselves Make, perfecting their craft and you receive so you're really investing time and time so you, you get a very profound experience compared to today you listen to the song you can barely listen to it you skip over it and then you go to another one and go to another one and go and go and it's all the same it's all cheap made it's made fast I don't want to disrespect artists but you know what I'm trying to say it's like 
quick, quick, let's do it quick, quick, quick. They didn't even have to find the right machines, put the machines together so that they can take that sample from here and put it there and then extract that part. And then how do we add that song? And how, like they actually, now you got a machine, you push a couple of buttons, it does it for you. It does the song literally for you. What value does this have? So nobody cares. So you like, you browse through the whole thing. You like one little note, that's great. You don't care. You don't even know. It has no meaning for you. Because it's not, it has no importance, it doesn't take your attention, and then you cannot really go deep into anything. It's an analogy, it's not the best analogy, but it's a good analogy. So when you go onto the internet, you have infinite paths that are present. And you just browse through them. And you think you know what that song is about, or what that knowledge is about, or what that path is about, because you saw a, a nice grid that showed you how it's orchestrated or that sacred geometry or you heard about this and now you have the impression that you know something but you don't know none because each one of those paths has practitioners has that has given their lives to it and just and because they have given their lives to it that they enter into that realm and they start to get to know the spirit that inhabits that path and become devotees of it and become priests of it and actually start to have the, at least the knowledge of that path. What you have today is a society of consumers who are by the very nature of being on the internet, I don't want to generalize but that's what the internet is, everybody will know, it's a place when you want to waste time and it gives you the impression that you're learning something. You're being exposed to a billion things, yeah I've watched this dude in 15 minutes build a pool beneath the surface right so I, in 15 minutes i saw it, he took it took him two months this one dude he looks like some guy from south south america like deep brown kind of guy but not 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 african descended directly like not like this you know some very dark latino guy who's been in the sun for a lot every day you know <laughs> and you see him in 60 days in 15 minutes dig and make this whole pool beneath the surface it's like if right and you watch it in 15 minutes. Oh yeah, I understand. <laughs> yeah, I've never seen that, right? So it's great. I'm like, 15 minutes. You know why I watched that? Because I wanted to waste 15 minutes of my life. That's what I, let's be honest. Did I learn something? Yeah, I'm like, I didn't know that you could do that. Do I know how to do it? Zero. Can I do it? Zero. Will I do it? No. Is there even land to dig? I'm in a rectangle surrounded by other rectangles and every tree is counted and measured I'm never gonna do that I'm not allowed where would I do that you understand so what do I know this guy dig that and knows how to do that now he has access he's a real mason from a point of view he actually knows how to do that do you think he did it in five minutes you think he, no he's devoted all his life to do that he's found a way to use the internet to get attention so that he can sell get hits and makes money also like everybody else but his expertise, he's given his life to doing that. You just consumed it in 15 minutes and you think you know anything about digging a hole and making a pool. And Oh yeah, I could do that. I'm like, no, you couldn't. You didn't even think about it. You know how many hours this guy is? He's alone. Like, at least that's what the video shows. I'm like, I couldn't dig a hole for 60 days without an end. I don't care who it is in this silly ass city or any city. I don't care how big your muscles are. I can make you do a half horse and you wouldn't be able to handle it. I don't care how big your thighs are because you, you're not accustomed to such... You're not accustomed to doing that kind of work, let alone to even do it. That's a funny rhyme. <laughs> so, all I'm trying to say is, is the same with every single path. And this information age with this internet comes at you. It gives you all this. You, get a, it's, you don't even actually get a taste. You get, it's like a, an enticement to it. It's like a picture of a naked girl. You didn't taste the naked girl. 
you saw what you could have, but you're never going to have. And then you jack off on the idea of having her, but you're never going to have it. And that's what, you, that's what people get off. And now we have a society of enlightenment. I'm like, no, nah, it's never been as diluted and confused. Because at least before you get lost on the internet, well, the women used to be mothers and the men used to have a job and work. So even though you could say that sucks, I'm like, well, at least you, you, if you do a certain kind of work for a certain amount of time, you get to be a pro or something. I don't care if it's industry work or it's a gardener's work. If you do it a certain amount of time, you know how to do that. At least you got to know how to do something. Y'all didn't learn how to do anything. You just watched. Y'all think you're going to learn about meditation because you watch a video about meditation in five minutes? And you think that a person who's watching a five-minute video on meditation is going to really take on meditation? Nah, I'm like, I'm pretty sure there's exceptions to the rule. I'm not going to say no. I'm saying, but that's not what it's really designed for. It's to give you the illusion that you're going to get access to a solution. But the reality of it is designed for you to consume. That's the spirit behind the internet is consume. A very few people can use this to their advantage. I'm not saying no. I'm not saying no. I'm saying, but the very intent of it is consume, put your attention into that artificial world and start to live in it. And in that world, now you can pretend that you know something. You can make a comment, pretending that you know something. I know exactly which video this person watched by the comment that they made within a certain community. I'm like, yeah, that's that sentence from that sentence. Like, because it's the same content rehash. And now you can pretend that you're a knower of occultism because you watched that video and that video and that video. And then you know that better than that person who's not watched that video, but only watched that one. So now you can pretend that you're an occultist in that artificial universe. I'm like, no. Nah. It's a delusion. And the, the, the irony is that the very existence of the internet, you can look at it from different angles, and we'll talk about this, I'm pretty sure, later on, but the very creation of the internet, the very creation at, the fundamental, at, at, at a fundamental level, is to give human beings an escape from themselves so that they can pacify their own pain. The very, the very what generated the creation of the internet, you can say greed, whatever you want, but at a foundational level, as we'll cover through, through all these series, and you can download it in the book that I'm offering for free. <laughs> I don't know how to say that otherwise. It sounds silly. In my book, I talk about that. The very creation of the internet was inspired by pain and a need for the human being to go away from himself or herself in order to pacify the pain. Now, look how far they have to go from themselves in order to pacify the pain. That's the internet. So it's the very... The, the very Invention of the internet, foundationally, is to get away from that the foundational pain. So what can it do besides be a huge distraction? I'm not saying you cannot use it to your advantage. I'm like, very few people can. Let's be clear. So that's the illusion. And that is, the illusion is so thick and it's so dense and it's taken over. And what do you have? People are just clicking and consuming. And now... Now that this world has become nicely populated and now every, no one can go outside, so everybody's going all the more on it. Obviously, in a, in a couple of minutes, uh, the circuitry of it, or not the highways of, of information are going to be saturated. We're going to need more, and now everybody understands why we need faster, with wider uh, possibilities or content or, I don't know, more bandwidth. I think that would be like more data possible. And then people are just living there. That's it. How wonderful. This is exactly the idea. Now, I don't, like I say, from a human point of view, it's like, well, come on, let's not be stupid. 
from a deeper, uh, I don't know how to say, existential level, I also understand how and why it's been created and it's, it fits perfectly and the reason is there. But let's not confuse this with knowledge. You never learned anything ever from a book. I don't care how sacred the book is. You'll never learn anything from a book because it's a book. The very nature of it is dead. I don't care if it's containing sacred language from the gods. Every, every, per hey, listen. Islam believes, no disrespect, no religion. I love them all. Really, I do. Islam believes that the Quran has been dictated by an angel to a man who didn't know how to write. So what does it mean? It's divine. The Holy Bible, let's not get into this one, is separated in two parts. Of course, it was inspired by the, the Jehovah God. Then it was inspired by the Son of God himself, who through his disciples or apostles wrote the gospel of, of, of peace. Fantastic. Then you have the Hindu scriptures, which are not called the Hindu scriptures, the Vedas, which of course, they, these are the whole, oldest, most holy book. But also, ironically, they say the same. everybody say the same thing. They are as special because it comes from enlightened masters. Well, as far as I know, Jesus was enlightened masters according to the Jesus people. And now you're saying that it came from enlightened rishis who had achieved, the, I don't know which level of samadhi, and then took that knowledge and trans, translated it and tra shared it with people, some of which wrote it, other people memorized it. So essentially you're telling me it's divine. Everybody telling me it's divine. But at the end of the day, it's a book. Have you ever looked at a book? You can burn it. I don't, I don't know if you understand. You can burn the motherfucking book. So you can burn the book. <laughs> the book ain't God, man. The, it ain't alive. That's why you can burn it. You can't burn a soul. You can't kill it. You can't kill something that's real. You can't kill something that's alive. So all I'm trying to say is that no matter how amazing that content can be, it ain't alive. So. People get confused with that stuff. And that's a perfect place to find refuge. I respect that for what it brings. I respect it for what it is. It's a place to take refuge when you can't, you need, I, can't take, I can't handle life, myself, or reality anymore. I take refuge in the words of Krishna. Because these are beautiful words and they infuse in me a sense of peace and hope. I respect that. But you haven't found peace. And you haven't solved your problems and you're still in hell. But for the time being, the remembrance of the idea of Krishna, because then again you've never met Krishna and you don't know how to read necessarily his language or the language it was translated in. And now you're reading a transliteration of it and there's a picture of, of a drawing of course of him and he always looks really beautiful and he's blue and he's cool. And he's got lots of girlfriends and like, well, how do you not love him? He's gorgeous. God bless him. But uh, that's it. So uh, what's the difference between that and a cartoon character on, uh, I don't know, TV? Technology is different. So I don't want to disrespect any of those things. I'm trying to say something very simple. I'm saying information is not to be confused with knowledge. No matter how pure the information may be, and you cannot learn from any book or any outside source. The only way that you can learn is via another person. That's how we human beings learn. You can't learn from the internet. You can't learn. I don't care if you watch a video. You can have ideas. But if you want to go on the journey itself. The idea is talking about a journey. You may like the idea, like the dream of it. But the moment you want to actually go on it. And you're serious about it. I'm not talking about just skimming over the manual of it. I'm talking you want to go. You can't do it with a book. You need a person.
to guide you through it because you're talking about an infinite universe of possibilities and you're totally blind. That's the very definition of a neophyte. So how are you going to go through that darkness on your own with your flashlight, with your iPhone? Oh, no, man, that deserves a finger. I'm not going to give it, but I'm trying to keep it cool. <laughs> this, these subjects really touch me because, it, I don't know, it's like, it's sad a little bit. It's sad that, it's sad, and it's unfortunate, it's, it's, uh, uh, this is so prevalent and it's so seldom spoken about. And God forbid you speak about at this, in this day and age where everybody is their own everything. You're your own God also on top of that. Well, you're doing a very bad job as your own God. <laughs> what to say? It's very sad that we don't speak about anything real anymore because uh, everybody's just lost in the, their ideas and what makes them feel comfortable. I respect that, but it's like, come on. All my life I've seeked for guides and teachers. All my life. And I am where I am today. Uh, and... Uh, I don't want to, I am where I am today because of my real people teachers. And uh, I, if, I, if I don't do them justice, it's on me. I apologize. I'll improve. But it's not, I don't want to cast a shadow on them. But it's nevertheless what it is. A real person, not an idea, not a dead person. A real person. If this person wasn't real, I couldn't learn. I could learn ideas because I'm a real person. I have to navigate through real life. And my life is profound. It's so profound it reaches all the way to God. And I have to go from the kernel. No, the kernel means the seed, right? I have to go from the outside. How do you say outside? Oh, no. From the outside of the fruit. I have to navigate from my external reality in this all the way to the very heart of my being. How the hell am I going to do this without any guidance? And how can, am I going to do this if I don't see that it's even possible to be done? How, what's going to inspire me to even do it unless I see it? You can't tell me some dude did it 2,000 years ago. I'm like, I don't understand what that means. What do you do when the, girl, the girlfriend did that? How do you deal with pussy? How do you deal with uh, these people? I, I don't know. Well, it says in Romans uh, 1 verse 2 to 5 that he did this. And I'm like, I don't, I don't understand. Like... It's great. I'm, I don't get it. I need a real person. And I don't need it 2,000 years ago because I'm telling you if Jesus existed, we're we not talking about Jesus right now. He certainly didn't live in 2020 where men can be women and women can be men. I, I don't, uh, he would be a different kind of Jesus if that was existing because he would have to change his speech. Cacao, baby. Cacao. <laughs> you got to love cacao. I gave you the first part pre-cacao, then we got the post-cacao, then we're going to have the after cacao, but it's not going to go like that, it's just going to be like a little mellow. Well, maybe we're not going to be on camera anyways at that point. But Anyway, so you get to see cacao, the magic of cacao. <laughs> Gotta love the cacao, you know the deal. Thank you to the chef to make my cacao square. It's all. Anyways, all this to say, an infinite difference between knowledge and information. And knowledge is never from a book, it's from an actual experience. Your nervous system takes it and your job is to digest it so that it becomes part of yourself. There is no amount of information that will ever be transformed into knowledge. It has to be self-realized. You need to self-realize the truth for yourself. Without that self-realization, well, my friend, you're, uh, you don't know nothing. 
you sound like you know something and in this day and age where people are only interested in appearance, you may do good for your business because people like what appears. But sooner or later, they'll discover what you did in the bathroom and then they will hate you because that's not according to what you say that you are. Oh, God forbid you looked at an ass. That would not be saintly of you. But it's a nice ass though, wasn't it? <laughs> you can look at the flower, but not the ass. You know I gotta talk about ass here and there. I'm telling you, you can look at the flower, but not an ass. Like the ass is not the most beautiful flower. I don't know, some asses are not beautiful flowers, I must admit. They look like cactuses. They look like these, ugh. But some asses are the most beautiful petal ever. You're not allowed to look at an ass, man. That's not spiritual. That's very spiritual. Look at her ass and enjoy it. And then move along and go back to your life. God made that ass for a reason. Didn't he? Yes. Loric, Stefan, and Maria may have programmed the ass to take attention away from the truth. That may be a con by the negative forces, the Luciferian evil forces that try to keep you immersed in the matrix of ignorance. Maybe also, but it's still a nice ass. So enjoy the ass and move, move along. You don't need to pick the ass. Leave it there. It's not for you. Move along. Okay, enough about asses. Thank you for listening to Jayan.tv Living Podcasts. For more premium content on living spirituality, be sure to subscribe so you don't miss any of our newest episodes. For the full video production of this content, be sure to visit our Jayan.tv YouTube and BitChute channels. You can also access Jayan's book, The Human Experience, which is available for free download at Jayan.tv. And if you appreciate our content and wish to support the growth of these channels, we invite you to make a donation. All links in the description below.